What's up, Action Flix fanatics? John Jerva coming at you with another episode of the Action Fix podcast. When it rains, it pours. I haven't done an interview for a long time, probably since the May of this year. So during the summer, kind of took some time off from the interview circuit. Plus, wasn't a lot going on with movies at the time. But this week alone, I've done seven, count them, seven interviews. So I had Paul Sloan, the action star from every last one of them, director James Nunn, and action superstar Scott Atkins from One Shot. You can hear all those up on the Action Fix podcast right now. Director Jesse V. Johnson, who is directing, who has should I say, directed the newest World War II epic, Hell Hath No Fury, which comes out this Friday in select theaters, as well as digital and video on demand this coming Tuesday. Jesse put together a rousing, brutal, and fast-paced action movie that is very character-driven. It's got a great stellar cast in Nina Bergman, Louis Mandalore, Dominic Vandenberg, and my next special guest on the Action Fix podcast. That's right, I have none other than Daniel Bernhardt. Yes, the man who personally took over the Bloodsport franchise from Jean-Claude Van Damme back in the 90s. He was one of the biggest action stars of the 90s. Cranked out some great films like Bloodsport 2, Bloodsport 3, Bloodsport 4, The Dark Humite, as well as G2, Mortal Conquest, Special Forces, just to name a few. And then he has starred in some great blockbuster movies as the Matrix Trilogy, the original Matrix Trilogy, and has also been in the original John Wick movie where he took on Keanu Reeves himself, as well as Atomic Blonde. And Daniel also made an appearance in Jason Statham's action thriller Parker, which he and Jason were in one of the best fights I've ever seen in my life. It's a brutal, fast-paced fight. I loved it. I get to talk to Daniel about it. This is a great interview. You're going to love it. It's just a casual conversation as Daniel and I talk about everything, his career, his movies, as well as the new one, Hell Hath No Fury, which comes out this Friday. And Daniel is open. He talks about everything, his acting, how he got started in the business, doing fight scenes, doing action, doing everything. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my exclusive interview with action star Daniel Bernhardt. I'm here. That's fantastic. Let me check this out. What do you got there? Yeah, that's my pride and joy. I actually got that as a present from my brother-in-law. That's very cool. But I like Super Dad. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, that's I have three girls. Yep. Oh, very cool. What you got there? Dead? Oh, you got Deadpool. Oh yeah, I got all kinds of stuff. I could like spin it around if you want to see. But yeah, I got. This. Yeah, let me see it. I'd like to see it. Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, right. I want to see it. Okay. So I got like. So uh. triple threat poster that's probably like one of my favorites yeah 
I actually had some posters of yours, but unfortunately they were lost when I moved. Um, I'm in New Hampshire. I was so mad, you know, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. You know, I think there's only one left. There's one at 8711 at Lost for Two poster, and I don't know how it survived. I have nothing. No. I don't think I have anything. I would have to go. I mean, I don't, I don't put stuff up, but I got nothing. No. Oh, man. Yeah. I used to have them all because I used to work at a, my cousin owned a video store back in the day. And I got, that's how I was introduced to you. And actually, funny story, it wasn't Bloodsport 2. It was actually Future War that I was introduced to you. The lower budgeted one, which, you know, it was a lower budget movie, but you kicked ass at it. And I was just like, you know, that's when I became a fan. And then Bloodsport 2, I I don't want to say this out loud, but I actually like it better than the original. The original Bloodsport. Sorry, I, I just completely lost you. Oh, it, I completely lost you. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. Okay, yeah, so so I wanted to tell you that um, I actually, your Bloodsport 2, and actually probably 3, I, I, I actually enjoyed those more than the original Bloodsport movies. You know, I think, you know, I think the original was a very good movie. No, it's a classic. But if you watch it today... Yeah. It's a little bit like corny. Yeah. A little bit dated. Where Bloodsport 2 was done in the 90s, so it had already, um, you know, the fight team we brought on. The fights are like a hundred times better. Yeah. The fights in Bloods, in the original Bloodsport, they're not. You know who's great in the movie? It's Van Damme. Yes. He is outstanding. I mean, he he is the whole movie, and, and Whitaker, and these guys are great. Um, but, but when we did Bloods for Two, oh, did I lose you? Oh no, here you are. When we did Bloods for Two, it was already a different time. I think everybody got a little bit more advanced in the fighting already. Yeah. And there, if you look at Bloods for Three, the fighting was quite hot. You yeah. Know? I yeah, like the third one. I like yeah, like I yeah. I mean, like in terms of plot, you know, it was. But yeah, the fighting was just like it had it progressed so much from you know the eighties. Right. Do you want to hear like a great trivia that you gotta love? Absolutely. Guess who put together my fight in Bloodsport Two? That was my favorite fight. Um. Okay, so I'm choreographed. I'm gonna say because um, I because I, I know he was in the movie, and then since has you worked with him, so I'm gonna say Chad Stahelski. <laughs> so my favorite my favorite fight in Bloodsport Two is the fight where I do you remember me fighting Chad? He had like long hair. He was really beautiful. He had like the great tights on. Yes. That was Chad. And our fight coordinator gave Chad this fight to choreograph. Okay. So he choreographed the fight and it was my best fight in the movie. Trapping and kicking. And then he was the main fight coordinator number three. Okay. And then we did about four or five movies together and then he just went like Beer. It just blew up. Hey, give me one second. Hang on one second. I gotta flip something up. Here, one second. I was forgetting to put my watch on. <laughs> and I am, I'm sponsored by 
chat. Think about that. That's yeah. 95. Yeah. We actually met in 93. All right. I'm all yours, my friend. Okay. So, yeah. So, actually, I mean, I know we're going to talk about Hell Hath No Fury, which I just got a chance to see. Um, now, I wanted to talk to you, of course. Can I get a little bit of more of your career before we get into the new movie? Any, listen, I'm here for you. Anything you want to talk about, we talk about. As long as you plug at the end, Hell Have No Fury, how you like it. Give us a, hopefully give us a good review. And uh, because the movie's very important to me, I really, really dig that movie. Well, just to let you know, I, I saw and yes, I, I loved it. I mean, I talked to Jesse yesterday, Jesse Johnson, the director, and we talked about it. Um, you're phenomenal in it. Now, of course, it's, 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 it's more of a dramatic role, which I loved. You know, yes. and, and, and playing. I didn't want to say that you were, I mean, you were a German officer, yes, but I thought you were more complex than that. Because I think not, people haven't seen the movie, obviously, yet, but I think, like Marie, Nina Bergman's character, I thought you were truly in love with her. It's actually interesting you're saying this. It's, uh, I never went like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm an SS, I'm a Nazi. It, I never thought about that. To me, it was a love story. Yes. That's just what I did. I was just, that was my job. It was the war. I had to do what I had to do. But in the story, if you think about it, I stole from the Nazis. I stole gold. Yes. To escape with her because I was in love with her. Yeah. And of course, you know the story. She tricked me and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt, actually, you know, I know, like I said, I know, again, you were a German officer, but I kind of felt bad for your character, you know, because you, you really wanted to probably spend your life with her. And, of course, things yeah. happen and firefights ensue and, you know, but, yeah, so that's what I thought was like, and I talked to Jesse about that, you know, like it's, it's more than just, yeah. you know, the, the bullets and everything, you know, there's that underlying deeper meaning to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse did a really, I think Jesse really did a good job on this film. Yes. And I remember, um, I was introduced to Jesse, uh, um, maybe like uh, a year and a half, two years ago, and we have some mutual friends, and he just, our buddies were like, hey, listen, you guys should meet. I think you guys would really hit it off and maybe do a film together. And um, I met Jesse. We totally hit it off. We had a lot of fun. We talked about everything, movies, characters, fighting, action, everything he's done, everything I've done. And it was really, really nice. And then at the end, he said, you know, one day, maybe, uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to work together. And I said, hey, anytime, just let me know. Out of the blue, a few months later, maybe six months later, he calls me and he goes, I have the script that I got, I'm going to do through COVID. And um, it's a small movie, but I really, really love it. And I hope you love it as much as I do. If you like the role, it's yours. Didn't have to audition or anything. He just basically offered me the part. I read it and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah. I mean, what a role. Yeah. And uh, of course I signed on and um, yeah. I know, yeah. So, so yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more of that in a little bit. But I wanted to go back, and 
like I said, like, you know, as I was introduced to you, now I wanted you to, now I know you've talked about this in the past, and actually I saw your interview with Scott Atkins, who's one of my favorites, like, just seeing you two talk together was just phenomenal. And, I like Scott a lot. Yeah, I actually get to talk to him tomorrow, so I'm really excited about that, so, uh, yeah. yeah. But um, I wanted to, to talk about, like, how how you got into the the, the martial arts to begin with for my viewers or my listeners sure sure just the martial arts I was um, I, I don't know if a lot of your viewers know that I'm actually born and raised in Switzerland yes I, I do yes yes born and raised with a young kid after, around high school time I um, just fell in love with martial arts I met somebody who was a martial artist it wasn't very popular at the time that we're talking about like 80, early 80s, like 80, yeah. 1980. Yeah. And uh, I started to do martial arts. I was actually a soccer player first. Wasn't very good. Um, thought I was good, wanted to be a professional, but wasn't good enough. Discovered martial arts and went like, it was the weirdest thing. They would show me something and I was like, oh, is it like this? Oh, is it like that? Oh, is it like this? And they're like, yeah. And I just had an absolute connection to martial arts. It just, everything made sense to me. And I would pick things up in like no time. I started to punch and kick. And I started with Kung Fu. And, um, and then I, I just, and it helped me in my life too. I was probably 15, 16 years old. And then I just started training like every day. It became my life. Yeah. And, and then in my 20s, I, after I finished my studies, I studied from 16 to 20. Um, I did my studies in Switzerland, got my diploma, and then started the, the modeling business. I traveled to Paris and became a model. And for the next seven years, I just traveled the world and I was in the fashion business, which was amazing because I had this great opportunity in every town I went to. If it was Paris, Milan, London, Germany, I always met somebody went to some school and learned different kind of martial arts. Okay. In, in France, I learned a little bit savat. When I went to Germany, I met a guy who was into Kyokushinkai. When I was in Milan, I was boxing. Then when I went to New York, I got really heavy, heavy into boxing. And I just developed this absolute love for martial arts. And I was always a kicker because I was very flexible. Yeah. And then when I was about 27, I was in the modeling business. I was doing really well. I, um, I was living in New York. And this is where everything started with the movie business. I was in New York. Um, I was doing a commercial for Johnny Versace, which is a very famous Italian designer. Yeah. And it was shot, directed by... Bruce Weber, who was another very famous, famous, famous photographer, probably one of the top guys in the world. And it starred <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep. And, and the commercial was called Looking for Kicks. And I remember a buddy of mine, my buddy Bruce Hulls, called me up and he goes, hey, Daniel, they're, they're casting for martial art guys or models. Would you... So, um, uh, I was cast to do this commercial called 
looking for kicks with Van Damme. And I remember, and I was the biggest Van Damme fan. I was a huge Bloodsport fan. I was doing martial arts every day. Right. And Van Damme was a big, big inspiration for me. I was like, oh my God, this is insane. So I met Sean Claude on set in New York. And I remember, and he was like the nicest guy. He shows up, hey guys, how are you? He was like, you know, I mean, we're talking, that was right after Bloodsport. Right. That was probably, that was probably, I was 25. So I'm 65, 70. That was like probably 1992-ish, I would think. No, 1990-ish. Okay. 1991, yeah. around there. And, um, and he goes, hey guys, so yeah, we're doing this commercial. And, and he was super excited. And he was like, so uh, does anybody know martial arts? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> He goes, show me. And I was like, wow, wow. I started kicking. And he goes, oh. I will never forget. He goes, I'll take you last. You're the last guy I fight. So they put a little fight together. Uh, I remember he had a couple of guys with him. They put a fight together. And um, and then in the end, I, I had to take, I've never done this for camera, ever. Never threw a kick for camera, nothing. And I remember he goes, all right, so here to this. You do a kick. And which kicks do you know? I did like a roundhouse kick. I did like a spinning hook kick or a crescent kick. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. I remember wearing a tank top. It was so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> and he wore like cut off jeans shorts. It was just... <laughs> well, that was, was the time, you know. <laughs> it was really, it was really like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Versace. It was so funny. Yeah. And um, and I will never forget. He was there with a producer. It was an Indian producer. I remember. And they were off to go make Double Impact. Mm-hmm. It was 
so much fun. I had it was incredible, and it turned out actually quite good. Yes, I, like I said, I I I like I I think I probably watched it more since since than since than the original because like especially like the third one too because like you know it was just it had to be an exhausting because it was just like you know 90% fighting throughout these movies I mean there were some lines of course and dialogue and drama and plot but it was mostly you and you were you know the star so you were pretty much in almost every scene so that must have been exhausting I, it was exhausting, but you know what? It was, I mean, come on. It's a, the lead in a movie called Bloodsport, I was like, and everything went wrong on that movie. I mean, you don't even understand. Right. I went out there, I got sick as a dog, I had food poisoning, I was like four days in the hospital, then I got a terrible rash from medication, I lost about, I think I lost 10 pounds before shooting, and I was all like, eh, skinny. <laughs> so like the first day of shooting, then we, we shot the first half I mean, it was hysterical. We shot the first half of the movie in four weeks. Okay. We had a terrible, we had a terrible director, uh-huh. this guy, Alan West. And uh, we we shot the other half. Then his sister brought in somebody to, fake, to fix the movie, to finish the movie. Then we shot the other half in one week. Wow. But we did it. You know, we came back, but then we only had a 60-minute movie. And I came up with the idea to put... Um, to put, to, in, to wave in a story. So that whole story with James Hong, actually one of the producers, the sister, Dion Merez and I came up with the idea to web in the story to, with the kids, James Hong talking to the kids. That was done after, because we did, we had a short of a movie. Right. That was really funny. Now, I also wanted to talk about, you, you did uh, Bloodsport for the Dark Kumite, which I liked because it was a, like a different, I thought it was like a noirish type of take on the fight film. That's what the director wanted, I remember. It was, I have to be honest, it wasn't my favorite. Because it kind no, of uh, yeah, it, it, in terms of the other ones, yes. But again, you're still kicking ass in it, so I yeah. have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, it's a, I mean, I tried, to be honest, I tried to get out of it. Did you? I tried to get out of it, yeah, but I had no choice. I had to do it. It oh. wasn't my first choice to do, but in the end, it was a job. I did it, and, you know, you move on, and... And there's been many tips. Well, you can rest assured that there are people out there that that love it and 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 still oh, watch. Good, it. good. That makes me happy. That's fantastic. But I was also missing my team. You know, both for two and three, I had my guys. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. You know, I it was just. I mean, look, look, Chad, Chad Stahelski, David Leach. Uh, Brad Martin, J.J. Perry, all those guys, we all worked together, and now we're still working together. Right. Now, so switching gears now, I kind of wanted to talk about, I think, my favorite film of yours, and I don't know if you get this a lot, but True Vengeance, which was... Oh, oh, I love True Vengeance. That was your... I always... I actually wrote a couple articles on my website about it because it is my favorite of yours. I also... I also compare it to like you doing your take on like John Woo style action, which was really great. That's exactly what our uh, goal was. And that was actually, I got to give a lot of credit to Chad, to Helsky. So Chad actually found that script. He came up to me and he goes, hey, one of my buddies wrote a script. 
and it's called, it wasn't called True Vengeance at the time, it was called Truth or Consequence. Yes. Which we couldn't use at the time because uh, I think um, Kiefer Sutherland had a movie called Truth or Consequence, so we couldn't use it. It was mm. theatrical. So uh, John came up to me, he pitched the idea, he was like, oh my God, that sounds great. We have this idea. So we, we he wanted to do something like uh, the action like John Rule, like hard-boiled and the killer. And then we brought on uh, David Worth to direct, who's fantastic, amazing cinematographer, great director. I still talk to him today. Oh. You know, he, he's a very cool, I really, he's one of my favorite guys. He's just always been very, very supportive in my career and one of those guys where you just, he's just a good guy, you know? So we made True Vengeance, which Chad always said was, in, in back then said it was my best film. Yes. Just like you. Yeah. I actually like to do a remake of that. Oh, I, either that or some type of sequel, because I was actually talking to my friend who has another action website, and we, we were talking about this, and yeah, he said the same thing. He's like, if anything, we would have loved to have seen as a continuation of the story, you know, because at the end he goes off with his daughter, which is great and everything, but that, the you know, the head bad guy, you know, obviously you you. you chopped his arm off but he was he wasn't dead or anything or because he was gone at the end so we thought I that forgot maybe, about I forgot about that Master Keith yeah yeah so yeah so um uh we were talking like we always wanted a continuation you know of, of the character because that was in terms of like you know firepower and fisticuffs that was you know probably our most favorite movie of yours so yeah we definitely would have liked to have seen more I think that movie was really, really special, I have to say. Yeah. Very, very special. Yeah. The action, out of control. Yes. Like, out of control. Your nightclub scene, like, where you're just, I think you look the best because, like, how they shot it, like, with the slow motion and you with the double guns, you know? I, it was just, it was, it was 90, when I say, like, if somebody wants to give me or show me and show them an example of 90s action, I show them that. I mean, because this is what made the decade great or direct the video action great was because of movies like this. You know, you're actually, that's actually, I'm really glad you're saying this because a buddy of mine has uh, the rights to it. Yeah. You know, the whole thing with Bloodsport, there was a big lawsuit going on and, and my friend, a close friend of mine actually got all the rights to, to Bloodsport and, and True Vengeance and I'll tell him what you said because I actually, I actually like that idea. Yeah. I mean, we, talk, we actually did talk a lot about it and um, uh, Colstead, Derek I forgot this first time, but Colstead wrote the script. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the writer? Yeah. He did John Wick, right? He, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry, not Derek Colstead. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm completely butchering it. No. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote 300, the guy who wrote, uh, uh, let me look it up real quick. Are you recording or just, uh, are you video recording? Or yeah, recording? I'm recording. This is going to be audio, so yeah. Okay, so that doesn't matter, right? I can look it up real quick. So the writer, uh, the writer for True Vengeance, I gotta tell you, it's actually a very famous writer now. He wrote Atomic Blonde, he wrote, um, I think Superman even. Uh, True Vengeance. Here it is, video. 
champion the cause for uh, any type sequel reboot remake i don't care what it is but yeah yeah we definitely want to see daniel bernhardt you know in true vengeance you know too or you know or whatever <laughs> yeah, funny. now let me talk to you i also am a fan of jason statham and of course you were in parker and you had probably my this okay so i'm gonna say his and yours probably my most favorite fight ever because like because here's here's the thing like a lot of people like the extreme stuff the kicking and the flash and the jumping but what you guys did in that scene with the brutality and the viciousness of it i think that it's my favorite fights and i just wanted to hear your thoughts on doing that one um, I, I'm a big fan of Jason's, he's a very cool guy. Yeah. Um, it was David Leach, of course, who did the fight. Right. He was second with yeah. and David is very close to me, and I remember he's a very good friend that he called me up, and I want to say, I think it was John Valera was the coordinator on it, Eusebio was involved, I mean, all the guys from 8711, and uh, we put that fight together, we shot the previs, David loved it, he made his changes, he put his spin on it, then of course Jason did and of course the director, and when we came out there, it was just, that fight was out of control. Yeah. And I remember, I remember, before I butcher this, <laughs> who's the director again? Do you remember? The director of Parker, um, no, I can't. Taylor Hackford, Taylor Hackford. Okay, Taylor Hackford, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. Taylor Hackford. So I remember meeting Taylor Hackford, and, um, I had to audition for him because I was pitched really hard by David Leach and by the stunt team. They were like, hey, listen, you know, you should really hire a guy who's an action actor, not just an actor, then we have to double him. It's not going to be the same. You got to you find you gotta find somebody who can go toe-to-toe with Jason. And, uh, and um, so we shot the fight, and that was one of my favorite fights. Like, Do you remember, that, you remember that fall I did outside the building? Yes. You did that? Wow. I did that. It was a 300-foot drop. On a, on a like, um, the center. Yeah. I did. Wow. That was an incredible day. That was like unbelievable. It was nominated for a stunt award for a tourist award. Uh, we didn't win, but it was probably I would say it's probably one of my top top three fights I've ever done. Maybe yeah. Five. And like I said, just for like you know, and I'm a fan because I'm a martial artist too. I've done it for over thirty years. Oh, and, yeah, and so I, I'm a fan of, like, I, I, I've talked to Scott Atkins about this, too, when I've interviewed him, and I want to talk to you. Like, I think it's the fight scenes where not so much the Flash, which I get into. I, I dig it. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the, the, the locks and the moves and the, and the joint manipulations and, like, doing that type of stuff, I would think that that's harder to do because you, you and your partner have to be so spot on with the choreography for it to work. You can do a jumping kick and, and like, sell it, but, like, to be able to be connected to, your, to the person you're fighting for and to not mess up, I think that is more exhilarating than, you know, right. the extreme stuff. 
Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was fun. It was great. Yeah. Now, of course, I wanted to talk to you because, of course, we have The Matrix coming out at the end of the year. I wanted to ask you about getting involved with that and your experiences with that because, again, like, you know, your scenes in that, especially the second one, I loved, you know, on top of the truck, you know, and everything, you know, so talk to me a little bit about your experiences on that. You know, just being part of the Matrix franchise is uh, incredible. Again, I go back to my buddy Chaz Vailski. I remember he was hired to be the, the double for Keanu. Yeah. And I remember he went to Australia to do number two, and when he came back, and that was right after True Engines, um, he went down there um, to do uh, Matrix, and I remember he came back and he said, oh my God, this was insane. This is going to change movie making. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. And I saw it, and I, I never forget. I sat... I watched it twice back to back in the theater. I was so blown away. I was literally shocked. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. I think I had, I didn't have this experience, I think, many times. Maybe Crow I liked really much too at the time. And But Matrix was just movie making, like genius. Mm-hmm. And then when number two came across, again, Chad came up to me and he goes, hey, Daniel, they're casting agents. Go, go, you gotta go. Tell your agent to call. Which I did. And then there was like every guy I knew was there. Everyone. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did it. Like, I lucky I got it. And then the rest is history. You know, did Matrix 2, was invited to come back to number four, had a little cameo. Um, very excited that Lana wanted me back and just can't wait to see it. Heard amazing things about it. The world is buzzing about it. Now, I wanted to talk to you too because you, we've mentioned the Matrix. Now, you're involved with probably the the two most biggest franchises that have changed action movie making because you did the Matrix, and of course you were in the first John Wick movie, which just rejuvenated the action cinema because you know up until then you know you had action movies, but then of course. 8711 comes in, uh, Chad and David come in and just totally revitalizes and puts it in a different way for people to see. So, and you had, uh, I, I loved it because, again, I saw you're in it. And, like, you know, of course, after the 90s, like, the direct-to-video action movies, you know, were drying up a little bit. And I was like, oh, my God, Daniel Bernhardt's in it, you know, and uh, he's my favorite, you know. And just to see you mixing it up with Keanu Reeves was just a blessing. I just loved that. So talk about, so, like I said, Matrix and John Wick, you are involved in, Two of the biggest franchises ever. You know, I was very, again, I was very fortunate. I remember Chad coming up to me, and uh, I knew they were doing John Wick, and um, it was Chad and Dave's first directing. Yep. Very close. They liked me. I knew they got to give me something, but I remember they were looking, I think the studio was looking at a lot of guys for that part, but I think Chad and Dave pushed hard for me because if they needed somebody who can go, to, again, go toe-to-toe, with Keanu is experienced, you don't want to get an actor-actor and then you have to double him the whole time. I mean, that's just... Because Keanu does everything. Keanu's incredible. Yes. Incredible. So he does everything. Well, here's the thing. Not to interrupt, but there are people like you that are actors and martial artists that can do both. That's why I get a little miffed sometimes because, like, you know, like the shaky cam and the quick editing has to cover up you know, if somebody's not trained 
like you guys are, but you guys, like, I am, an, and again, I'm going to tell you, I champion, because like, you've been doing a lot of stuff, but you need to start headlining movies again, and to, you know, because you're legit, I mean, and yeah, so, I, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, but yeah. No, no, I, I, I appreciate that a lot, I appreciate that a lot, I actually have a friend of mine who approached me to, I may actually be doing a movie next year, kind of like we did in the 90s. Like, somebody came up to me and he said, hey, listen, you should do a movie again like you did in the 90s. I'm like, well, why don't you so hook it up? He goes, oh, maybe I should. It's a producer. So he did, and uh, there's a job I'm working on. It's not it's not a done deal yet, but it's about the Mexican job, and it's a fun movie. I would be the star, and I would also direct it. Awesome. Yeah, so, so and again, I'm working on. But you know how it is. You never know. This just, it's, I know. It's, it's, well, fingers crossed, because like I said, you, crossed, yeah, you need to, yeah, and... Um, and I would love to to see you, like, you know, again, like, you know, with Scott Atkins. Like, you guys need to, like, be, like, a buddy movie or something, because that would be I awesome. Love to do it, yeah, Scott, you know, I know Scott personally, and uh, uh, when he's in L.A. or when I'm in London, I've, I've seen him and we hang out, and he's just always been a gentleman. He's a very nice man, and he's super talented, and... Uh, good for him, you know? Absolutely. Like I said, I always, like, take my favorite martial arts stars and, like, want to put them together. But you are two, definitely two ones. Um, now, I also wanted to ask you about future projects. Now, um, I was talking to the PR guy, and he said that you were involved in Red Notice. I did a little part in it. Okay. Uh, I have a nice scene with The Rock, which is coming out. Um, in November, I think. Yeah, I just, it's just a little thing. Nothing huge, but it's a fun thing. You, you, when you watch it, you'll be like, oh my God, that's so fun. Yeah, well, that's cool. And he no. mentioned Extraction. Are you involved in that? I'm doing that right here right now. I'm doing Extraction. Is right that now. what you're doing now? Now, can you talk anything about that? Or are you tight-lipped? I think it's too far away. That movie is a long... I mean, we're, we're just in pre-production right now. We're training right now. We're choreographing training. Um, all I can say is it's... Um, my buddy's directing it, Sam Hargrave. Yes. He's a very... I love Sam. I've worked a lot with Sam. I've worked with him on Atomic Blonde. i worked with him on Civil War. Um, I did a short film because he wanted to be an actor, too. I co-starred with him in a short and he's one of the most talented directors. I just rewatched Extraction. I was like, oh my God. I know. It's actually unbelievable. Well, here's the thing. And again, I'm a champion for this. I know I've been saying that a lot, but stunt makers who become directors, they're the ones that can shoot action the best. And you're saying you wanted to get into direction. Again, you've cut your teeth in it, you've done it, you would know how to shoot it, how to do it, so you know what the fans want to see. They know what the fans want to see. So now I'm going to tell you, I'm actually disappointed you don't know that I already directed. Um, okay, no, no, you did a short film, am I correct? Exactly. Yes, yes, I actually was on a compilation DVD, yes. Did you watch it? I did. I did, yes, yes. But no, I'm talking full-blown feature film. No, yeah, yes. No, I, know, I, I did that. You know who started? You know that was the first project 87 ever did with me. Yeah. That's when 87 was born. Was that the one with David Leach? David Leach starring Chad Samuels getting the second unit. Chad wanted to be a second unit director. David wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a director. Right. And then the movie, uh, we finished it. Everybody loved it. I did festivals. I won all these festivals around the world. And um, it got really good reviews and people really liked it. 
tried to get a man in to feature, but people wanted me to switch David out, and I just said no. No, yeah, uh, why? Yeah, exactly. Said, no, That's... no. David is David is killed it in this movie. He was unbelievable, and I just I may do it one day. I still have it. I have it in my on in on, in a drawer on my desk, whatever. Um, one day will happen, and um, it's fun, you know. Absolutely. Now let's real quick because I don't got you for a little bit. Um, let's talk about Hell Half No Fury real quick. Now talk about um, your experience with that. Like how was it working with such a phenomenal cast? Like you had Louis Mandalore, of course. We already mentioned Nina, and of course working with Jesse. So I, I let's talk about Jesse first. I mean, Jesse is a very very good director. Yes. I love I love directors. So Jesse's a very gentle director. He's very open. He has great suggestions. He came with a wonderful script. And he goes, Daniel, you can speak French, English, German. And I prepared the crap out of that movie. I prepped for that movie probably for two months. Yeah. Uh, I speak a little bit of French. I'm not fluent, but I had to learn like this monologue, this French monologue, which was amazing. Yes. Then, because I'm Swiss, I speak German, but I have a slight accent, so I have to really work on my German to sound like more like a German German. Then I have to work on my Ger- my English with a German accent, you know, enhance that a little bit. It was a lot of work. I did a lot of research for it. Watched a lot of documentaries. Like you remember that scene in the Weapons Depot. Absolutely. I love acting. 
Yeah. Of course, I love fighting too. So if I can do both, um, you know, even better. But um, yeah, I'm very fortunate. Absolutely. All right. Well, I had you for a half an hour. I think we went a little bit over. So I, but okay, no worries, no worries. I I could talk. Like I said, I. I run a website, but I've only been doing this for, like, about six years. But I geek out when I talk. And, like, you're one of my favorite. I've been with you since the 90s. And to be talking to you right now and be looking at you, and you're, it's just, it's it's surreal, you know? Uh, you know, that's so much fun. But, you know, I, I appreciate you because guys like you keep us going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, with guys like you, you supporting our film, it will push the movies. We, we keep making them. So I'm very grateful for that. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And, oh, that's great. Like I said, like, I can't tell you how much of a joy this has been to me. No, it's my pleasure. It's absolutely cool. Like, to grow up with these movies and then just talk to you about them is phenomenal. And you're awesome in the movie, the new one, Hell Hath No Fury. My review has to wait till next week to come out. Okay. But okay. it will come, and I will, yeah, I loved it. Like I said, Jess, it's a different movie for Jesse. It's a different movie for you, and I love that, that you guys are taking chances. And, of course, Nina rocks it in the lead role, and it's it's it's, it's, it's a really good, it's a different type of World War II picture, you know, that hasn't really been done before. I really hope it's going to get. I hope it, people will really embrace it and see it because it's really a good movie. And I hope it's going to help Jesse break out. You know, a studio will call him and he gets a big studio movie through this because it looks like it. it's an incredible movie. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, and, I, and the only thing is I, I I had to watch it on my phone because, like, they send you the screener, but and it wouldn't project to my TV. So I so when it comes out, I will support it, of course, and watch it on the bigger screen. But yeah, yeah. I got I got I got to see it, and like I said, you did a phenomenal job. And like I said, I will champion for you to continue doing this because you have a legion of fans that just want to see you um, more and more. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And good luck with Extraction, too. I can't wait to see what you guys do with that, working with Sam and Chris, and hopefully you get to mix it up a little bit because that'll just be like Christmas Day for me. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, I know you're a busy man, sir, so I'm going to let you go. So thank you very much. Thank you for your time. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. All right. All right. How was that? My exclusive interview with action star Daniel Bernhardt. A great chat. We talked about everything under the sun that you can imagine. His older movies, his newer movie. He was just phenomenal to talk to and I can't wait to talk to him in the future. So right now he's got Hell Hath No Fury coming out this Friday. He plays Von Bruckner, the German SS officer who is who is in, in with uh, Nina Berkman's character Marie. And like I said, there's a lot of twists to the characterization there's a lot of juicy stuff going on in the movie and plus you got the signature blood and guts that jesse v johnson is known for so make sure you check it out and like i said keep it locked and loaded right here because we are your destination for everything action